What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm your host, Taylor Waithoffer, another edition of Disruption Nation. We got Dane Gates in the hot seat with Berkshire Hathaway today. How are you doing, sir? Let's go. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Dane, Dane is a, a real estate OG. I remember when you first came into the real estate world. God, that was uh, 2008. That's when we met. Yeah, so we're going yeah, back. We met in 2008. I stepped in in 2006. Okay. All right. So that's when I got there. You were already there a few years, but anyway, you know, both pretty relatively new to the space and kind of watched each other's, you know, careers develop over time. And so just, uh, you know, a couple of fun facts about him. Just had his best year ever during COVID. Kudos. Love hearing okay. that. Love hearing that. You know, it's, uh, we we're talking about that, you know, before we went live, you know, just there's so much power in being able to have some positivity when the world needs it because a lot of people bitch a lot. So, you know, this is a, uh, this is going to be a good, good interview. So um, what you're going to get out of this, by the way, we're going to talk about the market a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, how to change with the times and tools that he's implementing right now. I'm going to, I'm going to dig in a little bit because I love trying to find out the ins and outs and the nuts and the bolts of what's going on behind the person, the face, you know, that's running and operating the business because it's, uh, it's, uh, it's universally applicable, you know, and y'all know this. I, I do love pulling from the real estate community because that is the majority of my audience with Houston Oil Producers, but Disruption Nation, it's a, you know, it's a show podcast platform. We kind of cross-pollinate, you know, any business owner, anybody that's disrupting their space in a positive way. And I uh, just kind of asking how they're doing it and, you know, kind of recognize them a little bit. So again, kudos, thank you for being on and looking forward to kind of diving in this with you. And then, um, and then, you know, talk uh, a little bit, you know, about pop, positive mindset, which, which we already kind of touched on, but we'll kind of say, save that for, uh, you know, for the end here. All right. So let's see, best year ever top three in Texas, by the way, with Berkshire Hathaway, and that's including individuals and teams. So I uh, got both lists covered or dominating those both lists. It's going to be in the, the cover of Houston Oil producers this year. And by the way, I only get 12 shots every year to do this. It's, you know, it's the cover. I, I feature one of the top 500 agents, uh, one of the best of the best in the city. And you know, I'm, I, I couldn't be more excited to have you in. You know, we've known each other for a long time. And he, he came on and was uh, nice enough to be, or generous enough with his time. It was, uh, I, I remember, I think it was the second or third one I ever did. You know, like the last year I did like eight. So it, they kind of get all jumbled up because we had them every month. But it was Jennifer Shula, Adam Olson, and, uh, and Dane, Dane Gates, you're surely. We had a great, great turnout and great event. It was tons of fun. And let's see, uh, I think right now his uh, number is, is always changing, but 143 in the city, last time I pulled stats. And um, I didn't tell you I was going to say this, but you told me this at lunch last week. Mike Cedar told Dane that uh, he's the Woodland's best kept secret or something like that. Wasn't that what it is? Well, like it wasn't that. Mike, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been oh, told. My bad. Who was it? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I had, I've had a, uh, it's kind of an unfortunate um you know, perception really in real estate because you don't necessarily want to be a secret. However, I, I, I've had that said to me. Yeah. And I think it's just a little bit about, you know, uh, flying under the radar to a certain extent amongst agents and getting deals done um, and, and trying to uh, to do it the right way. And uh, no, it's, it's an exciting time. Um, whether you're talking about being uh, in the magazine, a Houston real producer, number 143, that's exciting. Um, always striving to do better. Want to go up, get in the uh, top 100. So we'll be working hard on that this year. Um, super honored to uh, to be on the magazine. It's something you know the magazine. And I remember when you very first started it, I didn't really know what to expect. And uh, after it's come out, I do. I get excited when it shows up because a 
I love reading the stories. We're fortunate and blessed in the city to have some of the, the best agents in the world. Um, and I'm a student of the craft. I love uh, reading their stories, seeing their angle, um, different things that they do that's made them successful. And, uh, and then, you know, obviously seeing where you fall on that list or if you're on the list and all of those things, it's really exciting. All the different vendors that you feature in there are super helpful too. Um, looking for quality roofers or title companies or lenders. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome um, avenue to get that information. So it's fun and, and I appreciate the opportunity to be involved. I appreciate you and just how down to earth you are. You know, you're uh, easy to talk to guy. There's no, I mean, no surprise to me as far as why so many people choose you to be their agent and you know you do a great job i mean it's uh there's there's uh, a lot that to be said for that so also um like myself single full-time dad and you know you're, you're you're a little guy he's four going on five and i remember he was like one maybe going on two <laughs> you know your first, the first story on you but um did you say you got a motorcycle for christmas i can't yeah well actually he got the motorcycle a year ago so uh, he got a bunch of new gear for the motorcycle this Christmas and, uh, you know, he got some new goggles and, uh, new racing shirts and gloves. And so he's super excited, but yeah, he got a, uh, it's really an electric bike. It's a trainer to get them on a dirt bike and okay. uh, he got it last year. He started riding it right away, blew me away, loves it. And, uh, of course I love riding bikes. So, um, now he's got a bunch of new gear. We can get out there tearing it up as much as we can. And, we got to ride. We got to ride. I rode for seven yeah. years and then started having kids and stopped riding. But I, that's the uh, that's the common story. I don't know what happened. Somehow I kept yeah. it going. kind of like, let's sell me a bike. And everybody's like, you're an idiot. You should never get a bike again. I'm like, I've had one for like 11 years, but I've been thinking about it. Yeah. You know what it is? Honestly, for me, it's like, it's a stress reliever. It really is. It's a moment to kind yeah. of get out there, and focus on something with no other inputs and, uh, I love it. I mean, it's an absolute blast and it's so fun to, to have something that we can do together. And like you said, fishing loves to fish. So, um, yeah. you know, he's my running buddy. We go and we do everything that we can, but yeah, the, the motorcycles have been a lot of fun. Yeah, I know my favorite comparison to, to ride motorcycle was, uh, I feel like it's like a video game, but like your concentration, it, it, it's got to be there. It's like you're on your last life, no continues left, you know, and it's just, you know, it is. you got to focus. I know so many people, they're like, oh, that would stress me out. I don't know how you do that. Or, um, but for me, it's so funny. It's like, I've always loved, I've always been kind of an adrenaline junkie. I love doing like exciting things, racing cars, riding bikes, jumped out of planes, bungee jumped. You know, I've always liked that kind of stuff. And for me, it really is. It's, you get out there and I live, you know, on Lake Conroe. Um, north side of town. I work in the woodlands and get to frequent the areas up here. We have some of the most incredible roads in the city to go ride. And you get out there and you've got beautiful scenery. Um, you know, the sound of that engine just purring and you're going and uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's for me, it's that little, you know, those are the breaks that in between when you're out here uh, really getting after it in real estate. And those are the kind of the reset, the hard resets. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, you already touched on it, but um, you know, big, big lake advocate, fisherman, and um, there you go. Now you know. Now you know about Dane. So all right, so we're going to change yeah. gears. Let's get into some meat here. Let's uh, let, let's talk about um, let's talk about your experience and and uh, and just the market and how you think. I mean, you know, we're at the beginning of a new year right after the pandemic. So let's talk about the market, not the pandemic. I feel like we all all talk about that all the time anyway. Um, but just you know, um, what what are your thoughts on you know where things are and where they're going to go? It is, the market is one thing, the bright shining uh, light and all the craziness going on out there right now, but it's awesome. I mean, it's just, 
there's not much else you can say now on the buyer's side it's frustrating right we've got limited inventory we've got big wars going on on certain properties um sure. you know uh sellers are having a blast it can be a little bit frustrating on the buyer's side but the market yeah. is doing uh phenomenal and the benefits that the buyers do have despite uh you know a lighter selection um and more intense competition is the interest rates have remained amazing um you know and in fact they just keep getting better so we're starting this year off in an unbelievable position uh, from the uh, lending standpoint. I mean, everyone I know is either refinancing or looking at buying a house because uh, the money's cheap. Um, I know I just went through and, and refinanced mine. So, um, and I think that's a huge, obviously, contributing factor to uh, the lack of inventory because people are out there um, and they're and they're buying. And then in this area, in Houston in general, we're just seeing an influx of a lot of folks coming from other states. Um, so in addition to people moving around here, we're just getting a lot of new, uh, newcomers, uh, which is a lot of fun. I've got four California buyers right now. We were so, talking about that last, uh, week also, you know, at our, at our lunch, you know, just the development that's going on. And, uh, and by, by the way, let me back up two seconds. You doubled, you had your best year ever, right? And you Correct. went from yeah. what to what? I'm, I'm going off memory. I'm going to say you went from 20 to 30. Is that right? Or 10 to 20? Pretty right around in there. I think it was like 19 to 29, something in that yeah, realm. And we're still, I'm still getting all the numbers in new construction, everything adding it up. Yeah. I mean, just unbelievable. Truly blessed. Um, <laughs> that does, I just want you to know who you're listening to. If, you know, if you're an agent and you're checking, I was like, who's Dan? I don't, I don't know this guy. I was like, he sold my heights. He used to live downtown and, you know, yeah. he moved north and, you know, he kills it in the little ones primarily, but, you know, I mean, it's greater Houston. It's general area. Yeah. The north side. And I, I really, Sorry. Yeah. Love working up here. No, it's been, it's been unbelievable. I mean, um, you know, and with that, with the success and the added um, uh, business, there's been a lot of challenges as well, you know, and that's actually, we we're talking about hard resets, like going on a ride in between work and stuff, but um, we're kind of, I'm kind of doing a hard reset right now. It's like, okay, we had a phenomenal year. I loved, uh, it was an exciting year, um, a lot of growth, uh, but there's things that I can improve on. And then there's new challenges that come with that. And so I'm, I'm really kind of starting this year off with a hard reset. We're looking at everything. Um, what worked, what didn't work. I want to try and fine tune it. It's, um, I mean, I just get excited about this business, which is why I got into it and why I think a lot of my success is just that maintaining a positive attitude, staying focused, trying to grow. Um, I really do that every single day, uh, sometimes to the point of driving myself crazy, but um, it's just a passion. And so this year it's like, yes, last year was phenomenal. Um, I wanna look at that and see uh, what we did to achieve that and then what we can do to improve and let's apply that this year and keep it going, you know? So that's really where I'm at right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, circle back to that in just a second. But before I ask you kind of what worked, what didn't work, and you know what, what you're uh, taking a closer look at, making plans for uh, this year. What uh, what where's your business coming from? Buyers, sellers is 50-50, Yeah, at? it's a healthy mix right now. Um, you know, sometimes I will lean one way or the other. Usually, when I lean, it's on the listing side. I'll be heavy on the listing side. I love doing listings. Um, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of agents will focus on one side or the other. And I get that because they are very different. Um, it's very different operating on the listing side versus the buying side. Uh, I really enjoy the listing side. I get excited about houses. I love going out there, learning about them, putting yeah. together a marketing package. So um, right now it's a, it's a pretty healthy mix. 
um, you know, the bulk of my business has been referrals and that is, uh, and that's something that is a part of this hard reset. I'm really looking at that. Um, uh, it's just awesome. A referral really is like, I know agents put it in their uh, signature line. It looks all corny. It's the highest compliment I can receive. It really is. Um, it's just, it's, it feels so good. Um, it's kind of a, it kind of just bolsters um, your, what you're, what you're doing, your plan of attack and, and how you're um, operating as a business. And so, you know, I'm really focusing on that. I have amazing clientele uh, that I've built over the years. I've been doing it a while now, and they've come from a, a myriad of different things, referrals and uh, done relocation, and we've uh, done Zillow leads and some of the other competing website leads. I've tried a lot of different things. Um, and kind of the culmination of that is we fine tune um, in terms of like um, fresh uh, leads or new people, um, but, it, but really um, harnessing the power of the people that I've worked with. And, uh, and that's, what's so fun to me. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. You know, I mean, work by referral only. That's uh, I feel like that's such a powerful statement and I'm people, people get and understand that because I mean, there's lots of, you know, ways to, to buy leads and boom, boom, and, or boom, boom town or whatever, you know, there's a handful of different avenues like that. Oh, but, absolutely. I mean, when people love you, sing your praises, send you business because you did good. That's, that's, uh, I mean, there's nothing that's more flattering than that. Well, and it, and it, it's awesome because it opens doors, you know, I mean, uh, when, a, when one of your clients tells their friend, hey, this guy did a fantastic job, that's a much stronger position than uh, being handed off through some lead service. Yeah, they, I mean, it, absolutely. It takes a sale away, you know, you don't have to, I mean, it's just kind of like, okay, this is what I did. And this is how I can do it for you, you know, and it's uh, make it happen. Right. It helps a whole bunch. So. All right, let's see here. Let's talk about, uh, you know, you're talking about you know, changing, changing with the times, right? So what are, what are some of the tools in your, uh, in your, in your, in your business that, that you love? I know you went through a grueling assistant. I would, I would say, let's talk about that a little bit if you want, but what are some tools or, you know, I know you just trained a new, new gal or guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. The training process is always fun when you bring somebody new on board. Um, so yeah. Uh, but it's also an opportunity, you know, again, like trying to stay with a positive attitude and looking at different things. Like when you bring that in, it also, it allows me to evaluate um, what I'm doing because now I'm, I'm teaching them the processes and the things that we're uh, about and what's important. Um, and then, you know, while you're training it, it kind of gives you an opportunity to reevaluate what you're doing in the first place. Um, so that's the pro of it. The, you know, the con of it is you're kind of working double time because you're uh, training as well as trying to get deals done, especially Last year was like an incredibly busy year. Um, so, uh, but we got through that. I have an amazing assistant. I just hired uh, my first buyer's agent. So I'm looking at growth in, in that regard, um, kind of uh, establishing the, the, the team, the foundation for a team um, and, and gonna work to, uh, to grow our presence that way. Um, and that's something, you know, and, and you asked about adapting to kind of the market challenges. You know, we've just, honestly, we, whether we didn't realize it right but we've been kind of gearing for this scenario for quite some time i mean i remember when i first got in the business and aerial photos were amazing like oh my goodness how did you do that you know drones you remember that like that was like the next level like um i mean even like when i very first started like using a professional photographer was like you know oh wow i can't believe he does that and uh so all of these little things and then and then adding video 
um, um, to the marketing and adding all these different social media and online platforms to the marketing. And so we didn't realize it, but we've been kind of positioning ourselves for uh, selling homes virtually for a long time. Hey, what year did that start, by the way? Because I, I, I hadn't really paid too much attention to the video in y'all's business just because it didn't overlap with my corporate. I feel like, and I, I mean, in the last four years, I've paid very much, I'm, I'm in tune, right? Video yeah. pictures, because that, that's a big part of what we do too. So when did y'all like it was all, it was all kind of like when I first got in the business. So we'll say 2006, seven, it things that they were starting to like, you're starting to see little things like that, right? Like people utilizing online resources more heavily, people utilizing that's photos, right? What about videos? When did that start? And that, and that kind of trailed behind it. It was just kind of like a progression. I feel like the videos kind of yeah. came next, right? We started seeing a lot more professional photography in the listings, a lot more um, digital aspects of marketing in the listings. And then we started seeing videos. And then you started seeing, um, you know, with uh, changes to the phones and the camera capabilities, you started seeing agents doing uh, the videos of themselves showing houses. And yeah. all of these things started to entwine in the marketing and so, you know, honestly, for the agents who have been practicing those things, um, we, we were there, right? So now we're doing yeah. things virtually, so we can't go physically to the properties or whatever. I think a big change in terms of the technology and marketing that uh, uh, was around before, but really exploded was uh, the 3D, like the Matterport, um, those technologies, like, like really virtually That's touring awesome. the property. Yeah, I mean, and... Uh... That was just like three years ago too, wasn't it? Like 17, yeah. 16, 17? Yeah. Am I right? I, I mean, I, I remember, like you started I getting the three, yeah, you started getting the 3D cameras and the I remember three that about 17, that was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Now it's so, now it's almost standard, you know. So yeah. And it's just applying those things. Um, you know, uh, we're already using DocuSign. So it's this is really interesting. A lot of that stuff was there. So then I think the change becomes um a lot of it is like communicating with your buyers and sellers, making sure that you're keeping up with them because you're not necessarily meeting in person, doing different things. So it's like, you know, Zoom, obviously, um, different things like that to catch up with your clients and just making yourself accessible. Um, so, and then, you know, one of the weirdest parts of the changes has just been actual closings. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to some changes in those regards. I feel like those industries are catching up to a certain extent. They weren't necessarily set up for virtual closings. They weren't set up for digital signatures on closing documents. And so they're scrambling a bit more, whereas our marketing and our stuff was already kind of established. It's just utilizing those, those resources. So your, uh, your assistant, your buyer's agent, same person? Nope. Licensed assistant. How many people you got? does not want to be an agent. <laughs> Um, she likes doing the background stuff, which is perfect and ideal. Um, yeah, that's, that's huge. And then uh, I've got a buyer's agent who just came on board. He's um, fairly new to the business. He has an incredible um, circle of influence or sphere of influence. Uh, his um, He's interlinked with a lot of really good clientele. Now it's just helping him to um, to grow and to nurture that and, and um really understand exactly what he's sitting on and so that's fun and training him you know and trying to help him to be a better agent so it's a mutually beneficial um, thing also it's allowing me to see more people and to get out there and and visit with clients and not leave you know we have somebody kind of covering at all times um 
So it's been awesome. It's been really fun to get that started. While training him, how are you training him? Are you doing it or are you pointing him in the direction to a coaching program? What are you doing? Man, honestly, a lot of it is just throwing him in the mix with me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not throwing him to the wolves. Yeah. I'm not throwing him to the wolves because I'm going with it. Yeah. No, we're just on the front lines. I mean, honestly, I've just found, and of course, everybody's got their own ways. I can, you know, it's, it's just like we have, uh, what, 43,000 agents in Houston or something yeah. like that, okay? If you put in the criteria of one house a year, it drops down unbelievably. And um, and I say that to say this, when you don't necessarily learn how to sell houses when you go get your license, right? You learn a lot of, of terminology and laws and, and ethical things that you want to intertwine, but um, it's not necessarily going to make you successful at selling homes. Um, and so like setting him down and saying like, Hey, you know, read this, watch this. It's yeah. You, you want to do those things, but at the end of the day, get them on the front lines. That's the other thing is no two transactions are the same. You're dealing with a lot of different personalities. There's so many things coming at you. And so I like to just try and get them in the mix as much as I can, um, to really understand what we're doing. Good for you. I commend you for that. I really do. I mean, I, I think that there's so much to be said by, I mean, it, it sounds simple and maybe cliche, but I mean, lead by example. You know, it's, I mean, it's like, what, what, how's it go? It's like, do as I say, not as I do. Well, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about do as I do, you know, and as I say, I don't know, you just, you got more leverage with, uh, with your, your, your coaching and your teaching. And, uh, you know, when you're like, well, and just, you know, we're in, at the end of the day, we're in sales and, uh, and you got bad days and you got good days. And sometimes the, the game will, will beat you down. And so it's good there to motivate them and, and kind of get them back on track if they're getting frustrated with something. Um, and also to recognize their successes when they do something well. And you're like, man, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get it done. And, and it honestly, it gets me pumped up. It wasn't that long ago that I was there. I had no idea what I was doing. No clients. I was new. I'm trying to figure it out. And like, I always, uh, and I still appreciate so much those agents that took the time with me you know, give me some advice, pat on the back, an opportunity. Um, and, I, and I appreciate those. To this day, I think about it all the time, those agents. And so, you know, I want to try and be that agent as well to the ones that want it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So. What about uh, what about advertising? What kind of advertising do you do or have you done or what have you found you love or you hate? Like what works, what doesn't work? So we've got our tried and true uh, avenues that um, you know, some of them are the things that agents have been doing for a long time, certain things that, that work and they still work. Um, and then obviously focusing, focusing on the new technology, uh, and the new avenues in terms of the things that work that we know. I mean, your publication is a perfect example of one. Um, your publication takes time to not only acknowledge and, and recognize agents and, and, and be kind of a, an avenue of, of marketing for them, but also all the vendors and things associated with the business. And so um, those publicate and that works and, you, and a lot of uh, people will find and utilize different um, trades through that. And it's the same thing with this. There's certain things that we've always done that work, right? Like mailers and publications um, and uh, and just picking up the phone and reaching out to the certain sphere of influence or to other brokers trying to sell properties or whatever the case it is, kind of the tried and true. And then, and then looking at the new avenues and technologies, you know, I watched uh, your podcast earlier where y'all were talking about a lot of the new social media platforms that are starting to show themselves and people are experimenting with. And then you have some of the other, you know, kind of tried and true social media and online resources. So just really looking at that, sometimes it can be overwhelming, particularly online. It's almost like, 
wow, you know, there's so many avenues. What direction, where do I put my money, invest my time and energy? Um, so you have to make some of those decisions too. You know, what's going to reach the, the uh, not necessarily always the most people, but the right people. Um, so, you know, there's certain, definitely kind of a certain clientele that we generally see in this area. And so, you know, what are the, what are those guys looking at? What are those guys focusing on? What do they utilize? How do they keep up with their friends and family and coworkers and, and that kind of stuff? So. Yeah, no, that's, well, hey, I appreciate the shout out for sure. And I, I'm gonna give a big shout out to all the partners of Houston Oil Producers because you know, they're gonna be responsible for when you're on the cover here in a couple months and uh, you know, some of the best people in the city to do business with for sure. So you can check out who they are at uh, HoustonRoyalProducers.com, selfish plug there. But um, now when it comes to like mailing and, 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 uh, and, and farming and stuff, um, do you farm certain neighborhoods or like, have you been doing that for a while? Yeah, so what I do, um, and sometimes we will pick a strategic geographical like location to focus in on a neighborhood that I do a lot of sales in or a certain zip code that I operate heavily in. But I also, you know, I have a larger territory. I'm not necessarily a neighborhood agent. Um, you know, I, I've been here for a long time. I'm born and raised in Houston. Uh, I've lived up here since 2010. Um, so uh, a lot of it is understanding where you are, what you're doing, and then, and then what, you know, if, if I'm going to go after a neighborhood or something like that, a lot of times I have listings in different areas spread out. And so maybe I'll, I'll market in a radius around those listings. Hey, look, I just got this listing. Tell your friends or just sold this house. I'd love to sell yours and kind of focus on those pockets. So yeah, um, but yeah, absolutely. We still, um, you're sending out postcards, sending out mailers, um, we utilize that heavily. When you have a listing and you do what you just said and you go to the neighbors that are surrounding them, how, how like, is it like six or is it like 20 houses? Like how far around are you, are you going? Cause that sounds like a more of a case by case basis versus picking up a zip code and just like blanking in the Blank. whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about two different deals. So what's your, what's your circumference or, you know, what's the, what's it's a the great, yeah. no, that's a great question. Obviously, you know, no, it's not six. Um, although, you know, uh, a street can be your best target. If they see your sign day in and day out and hopefully a sold one on it quick, then yeah, six, that may be all, it that, that may be perfect. Right. Um, and, and sometimes if you, if you, everybody in the whole zip code is getting something from you, it just becomes a trash, you know, they're not even looking at it. Right. And, and then I, I'll just like, I, I haven't, I've just, I've learned by, by hearing, I mean, I think a cool thing that you can do with uh, just the small stuff is, I mean, you can beef up the the mailer to so where it doesn't look like all the junk mail that you're talking about you know i mean exactly you're gonna do this for 18 people or whatever i mean i mean how, how much bang could you get for like a five dollar something you know i mean it, it's it, they're gonna open it it'll, well it'll, and just like, you, like and that's, person's present, you know yeah and that's like on the street like you were talking about you know if you're let's say you're sitting on mailer you put the house on there it's something they recognize right they pass that house every single day so it's going to catch their attention. Whereas if it goes three streets over, they're just like, oh, whatever, you know, they think it. So sometimes those target, you know, strategic uh, type marketing avenues are, are advantageous. And then sometimes, yeah, you do larger stuff. You know, we kind of focus the larger stuff um, online and through various social media websites and stuff like that, just because that is, especially now everybody's sitting at home, they're looking at their feeds, they're, um, checking, uh, you know, all the, there's so many platforms now, but so that can be a good way to get that larger territory. If you're really trying to get a huge territory, um, in a cost-effective way, uh, and then sometimes target certain farm little geographical areas through the, uh, the mailers and different things like that. So yeah, all the, I mean, 
tried and true traditional methods. It's kind of like just trying to um, master that, right? You're taking something that works and then just trying to make it better every chance you get. Yeah, and uh, and I'm gonna give give you, you uh, um, I want to ask you about your your, your guests, man, because you've been using us for like at least ten years, and I, I you know we appreciate your business and support has been awesome working with you in that regard, but just, I mean, any agent or any person that's giving gifts, you've been doing it for a decade. Like that's, that's not like you just, you know, bought, you know, a handful of gifts. I mean, there's a reason that you've been doing this for 10 years. Like what's your two cents on, uh, on, on gifting in your, in your business or how do you do it? It's, yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? That's a tough question as an agent too, because it is kind of this weird line. Like how much do I spend? What do I get? Is this too corny? Is this too blanket? And there's all these different things that you can look at. No, I think, um, yes, the gift, uh, I try The gift is almost, it's more of a thank you card item for me. It's not like the, you get to closing and I have to have this huge, like, um, recognition that, you know, I'm giving you a gift. It's more of a, of a token of appreciation after everything has uh, has completed, right? We've, we've successfully purchased or sold that home, um, and and you're happy with my services, and you're happy with uh, with the with the uh, the final scenario. And then, hey, you know, thank you very much. This is something to remember me by. I, you know, that's one one reason I like your stuff, and I, I've always liked um, kind of personalizing it. Uh, if you run to the store and grab a gift card, right? Like they're not gonna. They probably won't even remember who gave it to them when they're typing in the code to get the to get the gift card applied. Um, but when you have something like that, like uh, you know, I've done I've done a lot of different things, and sometimes I I customize it. Let's say I get a a client and they're into some specific thing, or maybe it's something that we're both into. Then maybe I'll get them something associated with that. Um, so you know, that's just uh, again, it's more of a, a thank you for your trust. And I know that we're in an extremely competitive business. And uh, so those little things are ways to, to and, and also to, for them to remember you forever, you know? And I've had people that, it's funny, you know, I'll sell, uh, they'll move from here and then they move back, uh, you know, eight years later and, hey, we still, we're still using your knife or. You know? I get it. I love it because I've been doing it for a long time too. I, I hear that all the time. It's just, it, 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 that is a cool thing. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, and, uh, let, let's wrap up before, or before we wrap up. Go ahead and tell, tell people how they can get a hold of you if you have any questions for you, your business, or what you're doing, or if they want to cross, you know, be able to send business to you, North Houston, since that's where you are primarily. Absolutely. We love paying referrals. So um, if I can ever assist anyone and we don't mind what brokerage you're with, I like working with everybody. Uh, so we're always happy to assist. I work majority of uh, the north part of Houston, uh, Woodlands and surrounding areas. Um, DaneGates.com is my website. Dane at DaneGates.com is my email and phone number has never changed. 832-654-4795. So those old knives back from 2007 are still, they still got the right number on them. That feels good to say, right? I've had one cell phone number in my life too. Once. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a struggle these days though with the, uh, with the auto calls, but. Oh, I'll drop a gem. This thing is, uh, it's the most expensive app on my phone. It's called RoboKeller. I mean, I think I paid $40 for this phone. $40 for an app. Think about this. When you're going through your day and you get five to eight spam calls a day, it, it senses all of them. Like it, 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 it's a beautiful thing. And you'll get like a little notification later. Be like, we blocked two calls this hour. Like it blocked three calls for me yesterday. I'm watching tennis or watching my kids play tennis. I'm on the sideline and I was fielding a few things. So, I mean, I don't have a lot of time. And that saved me three distractions and interruptions. So it's just time, you know, your 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 attention, 
and uh, you know, if you get distracted, how, how much, you know, to get back on task, like all that, I just, I can totally chalk up and justify 40 bucks. Um, because I mean, it, I wanna, dozens, it, it, hundreds of times over the year, I don't lose focus because I don't get those fucking calls. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I actually, so I want to talk to you more about that. My fear with that is obviously my, my phone is my lifeline to the business and I get calls from new clients and people all over different uh, area codes and different states. So my only fear with one of those is that I'm going to block the wrong people. I hear what you're saying. So research it. There's a, a news inter a clip. You'll find it on YouTube quick, man. I mean, this is a big deal na nationwide. I mean, you know, the, the company blew up, but they're, uh, I'm not going to explain this right, but um, the, the back end, the research they've done, the technology behind it, they, they can tell because the number is coming from, you know, a place that has is generating and auto populating different numbers. It's like the same source. Right. But they're throwing a different number to. So maybe if you block the seven one three, then the eight three two will get through. But they they get ahead of all that, right? So if it hasn't hit your number before, it's it knows, and so it will let the it will let the uh, those calls come through. If that makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's yeah. Good but here. anyway, you make the decision. But check it out. It's it's been a beautiful thing for me because I mean I, I think they all go to your voicemail. I think anyway. So I mean, and the spam, the spam ones never leave you a voicemail. You know, so if you accidentally, worst case, block the wrong person, you probably still be able to get a hold of them or get a text out of them. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's see here. Hey, let me let me wrap up with a couple of rapid fire questions, man. What what was uh what's your favorite book or what's the last book you read? The last book I read was The Immigrant Edge. That's on my list. I have not read that. I want to read that. Good stuff. Yeah, I highly recommend it. That was a good one. Immigrant Edge. All right. What's your favorite restaurant, Dane? And what do you oh, eat? There? I uh, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of a foodie, so it almost depends on like what type of food. <laughs> I love trying new stuff out. Um, man, favorite restaurant? That's a first one to come see you. Oh man! It, it, I'll give you. Spot. I'll give you a cop out in a minute. First one in your neck of the woods. In your neck of the woods, close by, convenient. You know, you love it. Um, but. man, you know, lately there's uh, I don't know, uh, Republic Grill probably. We've been eating there a lot. <laughs> I really like their food. That's so I'll throw that one out there. That one's in the woodlands, actually. In the woodlands, all right. Yeah. And uh, it's okay to say no to this, but do you have any restaurants that are so good that you'll make a trip down to Houston to just to go dine there? Oh, man, absolutely. I mean, there's several. There's a, you know, honestly, I don't know the names of some of them. There is a uh, Persian restaurant off Westheimer. I mentioned to go, and I need that. My, my buyer's agent knows. Call me. I'll go with you. I mean, Oh, I, it's amazing. Yeah, I'll I, come back. I'll live right there. Yeah, but absolutely. There's several. There's several that I like to go down for. Um, all right, let's see here. What's your uh, favorite type of music or favorite artist? That's another very difficult one. I listen to a lot of different kinds of music. I love music in general. I have Spotify and it's changing from jazz to country to rock to rap to uh, electronic. I'm one of those. I just kind of, uh, it just depends on what move, mood I'm in. And uh, so... I'm right, right there with you. Where am I at? What am I doing? Who am I with? What's the vibe? And I'll, I'll, I'll change or play something. We're actually, I don't know if you know this, but we're friends on Spotify. So I can see, I see you jamming. I can oh, you see my music. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. No idea. All right. Well, who, do you have a coach? Do you have a mentor right now? You want to give them a shout out if you have one? 
No, I don't have like a paid coach or yes, I have many mentors, you know, like I said, student of the craft. So there's just a lot of, we're fortunate to have not only in my company, but uh, just around me in general, a lot of good agents. And, um, you know, that's, those are my coaches and mentors that I lean on for advice. And so, yeah, but no paid coach. What about um, Mike, um, Mike Huff, right? No, he's, uh, we've actually, so Berkshire Hathaway consolidated the brands down here and uh, Stacy Matthews is the broker owner of uh, Premier Property. So yeah, he, those guys are, uh, you know, we've grown tremendously in the last year and um, are uh, not only in Houston, but in the state. And, uh, and then of course, Berkshire Hathaway, just nationally and internationally. So yeah, no, that's been good. It's been a phenomenal outfit and organization to work with. That's awesome. Sorry, I get those mixed up. I think he was your broker when I first met you. Oh yeah, forever. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah, long time ago. All right. Uh, what's the best advice you ever got? And who gave it to you? <laughs> oh man, you know I don't know if this is the best advice that I've ever got, but I was thinking about it the other day, and uh, and it's an agent uh, still around, and <laughs> I'll never forget when I was a new agent and I was hungry. I was in the bullpen, and I had some of the big agents in their offices around me, and uh, I went over uh to one of the uh the older this is gonna be good, the is gonna be good. <laughs> and uh i was like his name is jack i said jack what you know what is um you know what do i gotta do i want to be successful i want to be like you one day you know just just in there picking his brain and uh he leaned over and he said late to bed early to rise work like hell and advertise <laughs> and that's, it just that's, that's i just loved it yeah it sticks with me i still you know, uh, it's, it's one of those things like, and it is, it's great advice really, especially for an agent, but, uh, it's, but it's had an honestly like an impact on me forever. I, I think about that a lot when I am, uh, late to bed or early to rise or working like hell or advertising. So that's beautiful. I love it. Well, on that, I'm going to wrap it up, man. So, uh, Hey, one more time. How can people get a hold of you? I mean, just Facebook, Dangates.com, Dana Dane Gates, Facebook is Dane Gate. uh, uh, Dane Gates Real Estate. So definitely um, contact us through Facebook, email, phone call, um, you know, so and whether it's an agent uh, wanting to talk uh, about marketing or the market or whether it's uh, somebody that's watching this that's looking for an agent in the to refer something to. So any way that I can assist. Yeah, this is great, man. I'm, I'm going to uh, circle back and ask you probably to be on a, uh, one of the masterclass Houston events that we do this year, just because um, I, I think you're uh, an easy to talk to agent. Some agents just, you know, have like a, a not for lack of better words, like an air persona about them that it's like, you know, they might be intimidating, you know, for somebody near to, to approach, but um, you know, I think you're very approachable and, and you could help a lot of people. So uh, anyway, if you're watching this or listening, I hope you got a lot out of it, but Dane, thank you. I appreciate you being on. Thank you. Thanks for, for having me. Yep. Uh, Disruption Nation every Tuesday, two o'clock. So uh, again, we recognize people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. Uh, we're on Spotify, like we were just talking about YouTube. Give us a follow or whatever podcast app you like, but hundreds of videos and you can check them out all right there um, to hopefully gain something from. So until next time, we'll see you soon. Dane, thanks again, brother. We'll, uh, Thank we'll talk soon. And uh, Tailwaite Offer, we're out of here. See ya.